We come to this place for magic. We come to pop pull review, to laugh, to cry, to drink. Because we need that, all of us. That indescribable feeling we get when we hit the play button and go somewhere we've never been before. Sound that I can feel. Somehow, heartbreak feels good in a place like this. Not just entertained, but somehow reborn. Together. Pop Poor Review. We make movie podcasts better. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. And like that, he's gone. Hey guys, welcome to Pop Poor Review, the movie podcast. I am Matt, along with Jimmy and Kelly. Hi. Hello. And today, in our IMDb Top 250 journey, we are traveling back to 1995. I was only a wee one years old. Well, what day in 1995? I think it was August 25th, so, so I was were, a little over. You were a little over a year. Okay, a down. little over a year. Uh, we are at number 39 with Usual Suspects. Jimmy, let's go right into it, and please tell everyone what this movie's about. Following a truck hijack in New York, five criminals are arrested and brought together for questioning. As none of them are guilty, they plan a revenge operation against the police. The operation goes well, but then the influence of a legendary mastermind criminal called Kaiser Soze is felt. It becomes clear that each one of them has wronged Soze at some point and must pay back now. The payback job leaves 27 men dead in a boat explosion, but the real question arises now, who is who actually is Kaiser Soze? The pauses that you took during that summary were very <laughs> strange. No, one of them, it was because... I thought I read it wrong, and then I paused, and I realized I didn't read it wrong. It's just grammatically weird. Because <laughs> I was like, what's happening right now? The payback now part, that, that threw me off. Yeah, I was like, did you, did, I was like, that's a weird way, way to end this sentence. Yeah, I thought you were just going to end the summary. I was like, I'm pretty sure there's there's more to say. Uh, I tried to give you spaces, but when I texted to you, it doesn't allow that. But the director of this movie is Brian Singer. The writer of this Ooh. movie is Christopher McCory. Yay. Um, IMDb rating 85. Uh, no, 8.5. Rotten Tomato score. Uh, critics is 88%. Audience is 96%. Box office had a domestic of 22.3 or 49.2 adjusted for inflation. And worldwide, it was 34.4 or 60.1 million adjusted for inflation. Oscars it's kind of surprised me. And they're both winners. I was, I was like, whoa. Both the only two things they got nominated for, and they won. Um, best original, not best original screenplay, they won, and then best supporting actor for Kevin Spacey. Yeah, this he was won. his big, big movie. The none of the acting. I mean, even if it was good, it wasn't like whoa. That's like winning. Who was Oscars. he up against? I I went to a look. I didn't really even. I didn't nothing that's popped out to me. Hold on, let me see. Let me see. I'll look it up. Matt, what are you talking about? These are all. One of them I don't know the movie. I can't even find it. So it's oh. James Cromwell in Babe, Ed Harris in Apollo 13, Brad Pitt in 12 Monkeys, and Tim Roth in Rob Roy. Did I say it was small movies? Yes. Oh, I just <laughs> forgot all the That's movies. That's why I said, I'm like, I don't trust you because you don't know. I'm tired today. Um, tw- No, 12 Monkeys, Apollo 13. Okay. And I, I didn't know what Rob movies. I didn't know what Rob Roy was. That was I think that's why like it threw me off. That's the one movie I have not heard of. Yeah, but I, like oh, because I also looked at when he won for American Beauty, 
And I, maybe I'm making this up too. Maybe okay. those I'm ones gonna, I didn't I'm see. check those out. Russell Crowe, The Instrider, Insider, Richard Farnsworth, The Straight Story, Sean Penn, The Sweet Lowdown, and Denzel Washington, The Hurricane. I mean, I've never heard of any names. of those Big names. I've only of heard them. of The Hurricane. That's what I'm saying. I, I didn't hear like these movies, so I'm like, maybe The first one you said I... The Insider? Mm-hmm. But also, I mean, for screenplay, it beat out Braveheart, Mighty Aphrodite, Nixon, and Toy Story. That's... Yeah, I was just surprised when I saw these Oscars and I was like, whoa, like, that's surprising. I mean, to me. I can see it for American Beauty, but no, American this Beauty, one yeah. This one, I'm like a little like shocked. Yeah. And the drink today is the usual suspect is blue curacao, lemonade, blue, cool blue vodka, and seltzer. So we're going to start with some shotgun facts. There we go. I have to say, this movie didn't have a lot. Mostly the, sh- mostly the facts on IMDb was just being like, look at like how you miss these things. And I was like, okay. Uh, number one, uh, Brian Singer managed to convince everyone of the, ma- of the major actors that they were Kaiser Soze. When they first screened for the company of actors, Gabriel Byrne was so stunned when he found out he wasn't Kaiser Soze, he stormed off into the parking lot and argued with Singer for a half hour. Wait a minute. How would you not know if you filmed the movie? I was reading, he was, when they were saying like, when, when, um, Gabriel Byrne had like the jacket on, like you thought it was like Gabriel Byrne at the end of the movie, and like you you see him shoot the guy in the ship. He was like, "Why am I putting this on?" He was like, "Oh, I'm just a really big Miller Crossing fan." Like he did, like he wasn't telling them why. I don't know. I think he was maybe shooting things that people. Well, I mean, he didn't see the he didn't see Kevin Spacey film the scene. They might yeah. not just they might have just given him the pages that he's in. So. Yeah. I know Kevin Spacey actually read the whole script because it said that he had to read it like twice because he got confused. But mm, I've seen the movie twice and I'm s- still confused. You seen it twice? Yeah, it's like I've seen this movie. This sidetrack, this movie. For I'm not a person where it like takes me a long time. I'm a pretty much like I I like to finish it. This movie I did fall I did watch it when I was like closer to bedtime and I kept falling asleep and I was like. Why does it take me 30 times to watch this movie? Because and then I get confused. You know why? Because it's not a good movie. Because then I get confused. I'm like, wait, what happened like two days ago when I was watching <laughs> the first like 20 minutes? Um, okay, number two. In the making of documentary, uh, both Stephen Baldwin and Kevin Pollack acknowledged that their long-standing feud with each other began on the set of this film, though neither actor directly stated what caused their am- uh, animosity towards each other. Pollack did mention that Baldwin, in attempt to stay in character as McManus, will go around acting tough and sometimes bullying the other actors. Baldwin does admit that he that he was bullying towards Pollock on the film. He was just saying that he bullied he did bully him on thing on screen. I didn't realize they had a long standing feud. No no idea. I was gonna say I, that I, it must have not been that I mean Stephen Baldwin in <laughs> presently doesn't have the best reputation, so it's not like he's a actor that anyone really delved deep into. Yeah, it was funny when I was when when I finished the movie, I was like, oh, I wanted to start the podcast saying like, oh, we're talking about a movie starring uh, Haley Bieber's uh, father, um, the father from Hereditary, the father from Mom, a a sexual assault accuser. I or, don't. Why would you start? <laughs> no, there's two. There's no. Two. Acting, starring, and then directed by a sexually assault, uh, sexual, a pedophile, a pedophile. Are they both pedophiles? Is that what both of them was for? No, the other one's just a. Actually, no, they're both no, pedophiles. I'm not sure they're both. No, because there was when I was reading through, they like apparently they're, they're both sexual predators. That thank you. I was trying to. I was predators. I couldn't get the word out. Sexual predators. Yeah, this and then a, this conversation took a very and then also starring. Um, another sexual predator. The 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 collector from Guardians of the Galaxy. It this, was just the, 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 that's the most mish, <laughs> mash politically charged 
intro you possibly could have done. That's why I kind of liked it. I was like, it's just so random. But um, it's a little too random. That's like when Jimmy was like, milk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. What were our clues for this one? Uh, it is a um, twist. Is it twists. Mm-hmm. Um, this cast is did not age well. As in these, most of these people are horrible people. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just a. I thought it was just the, the director, Kevin Spacey. What did Stephen Baldwin do? Just an asshole. And I thought that was really it. Does everyone? Does anyone else? Brian Singer. Well, Brian. No, Singer. no, I meant like, but like through the, through the cast though. No, the other. Okay, just the two. Just, no, those are big. No, no, I no, know Kevin I, Spacey. It's kind of hard to watch a Kevin Spacey they movie. They put it now. the two most recognized for this film. Yeah, yeah, and and limp, limp. Yes, limps. yes, yes. Limps. Um. Okay. Sorry. I just wanted to. I was curious what we what we said. Uh, going forward now, but number three in the commentary tract, it is it is mentioned that Benicio del Toro chose to make uh, Fenster's dialogue unintelligible because Fenster really his only purpose was to die as an example to the other characters, so it doesn't matter what he said. Uh, Kevin Pollock jokingly um, said that del Toro is such a skilled actor that he took whatever that he that he took what was meant to be a nothing throwaway character and stole every scene he was in. It wasn't Brad Pitt good with his unintelligible voice, but I was wondering why he was so far in the credits. Like, was he that big at this point? I don't think so. Benicio Del Toro? What movie did we watch that he was also in? I mean, like, in five years, he would have done Traffic, so. He was in, um. We just, we just like, covered one of those um, movies. He was in, uh. Was he in Snatch? Sna- oh, Snatch. Snatch. Okay, so it was, it was He Snatch. was in another one of these random. The way they tell him. Yeah. Tr- like, Yeah, but twisties. he became, like, really. Yeah. I think Traffic was, like, his. Big. Did he win the Oscar for that? Or was that twenty one grams? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I would say I want I know Kelly's probably liked Brad Pitt's voice better um than Benicio Del Toro's crazy well, gibberish. I'm Brad Pitt bias. Yeah. Jimmy, so. how did you feel? I feel like you're gonna say what? Brad Pitt. I actually enjoyed Benicio Del Toro in this movie. He did look like he had like so he was very smooth. Like he was young. I, and maybe that's what it is. And like maybe. <laughs> yes. Because, you know. He was very smooth. Oh, because he was young. No, but like it almost looked like fake. Like, like fake. I like think it he was, was in so his 20s. He won for traffic and was nominated for 21 grams. So I was. Oh, there. okay. Number four. So you liked, you liked Benicio Del Toro's better than Brad Pitt. About the same. Okay. Uh, number four. This movie was shot on a budget of $6 million and only shot for 35 days, which I didn't realize that. Is this considered an indie movie then? Didn't it get a worldwide release? I would cons- I don't think Brian Singer was that big at this point. Well, this is what put him on the map, isn't it? Yeah. So, was this like a map putter for this? Like this I'll, movie, I'll, a lot of people. I'll I'll I'll, I'll give it. It's a, it's this indie. Okay. <laughs> Jimmy stamp of approval. It's wait, an wait, indie wait, 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 wait. What 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 is what is you have to for the Spirit Awards? You have to have a budget of what less than. A certain number of dollars, but a movie, um, power, but I think Power of the Dog had like a couple million and it was nominated, so I think it's like 10 under 20. I think it is. No, I think it's actually less than that. Budget cap of 22.5. It is 22. Okay, oh, it was 20 million, it was 2020. Okay, so yes, I would, I would consider this if it could be nominated for a spirit award, it can be an indie film. Okay, uh, and then finally, number five, I thought was interesting, uh, in a poll on IMDb. The movie was voted as having the best plot twist, beating out The Sixth Sense, The Crying Game, and uh, The Witness for the Prosecution. Yet, on the other end of the spectrum, this film is included on uh, film critics Robert Eager's... Robert... Did Eager. I say, oh, did I say it? Okay, right? Okay. Uh, his most hated list. 
Apparently that was like one of this is like a very notorious like thing that he reviewed it like gave like one and a half stars or a half a star. So I think there's bigger twists. What would you? I I'm. I think the Sixth Sense is bigger than this. Oh, I think the Sixth Sense. I'm trying to think of like one that besides those three. Like, what's a Google big twist movies? Uh, Fight Club, Gone Girl. I think that's yes. That's a probably one of the biggest. Do you know? I'm just letting you know. Uh, as we were filming this last week was Gone Girl Day, everyone. It was, the day it was like the day Amy Dunn disappeared. Oh, okay. July 5th. Why didn't we make a special I don't know. video about I don't it? Know. Okay, so. <laughs> just well, so you guys this know, is Amy popular. Dunn disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> then people are going to be like, who's Amy Dunn? <laughs> well, because we're that popular that people okay, are like, so imagine, oh my God. Imagine that's what would make, would make us like viral or anything. <laughs> Amy Dunn went missing. And then who the like, fuck is who's Amy, Amy Dunn? Dunn? You guys are being arrested for putting out a fake <laughs> Mrs. President. It's not a real person. So we got Parasite. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a big one. Okay. Get Out, I think, has... Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, they're saying no. Uh, Arrival? I don't consider that a twist. That was a good movie, though. Coco? The Descent? (sighs) The Canadian version of The Descent is a big twist. Oh. They cut out the twist in the American version. Oh, yeah. It would upset people too much. There's, like, two different... There's completely different endings, and they said the Canadian version, they left it, and people are like... Because the audience was like... It was just. I so did not upsetting. care for the descent. I love that movie. Well, I remember we, I watched. We, me and Angie watched it, and then I texted you, and you were like, Gone girl. "Watch the alternative." And I was like, "I don't get it." Oh, yeah, <laughs> Atonement. Atonement is that Atonement a- is a twist. Oh, because so a- she tells that that whole story at the end, and it's like, oh yeah, none of that happened because they both fucking died. Oh, so it's sort of like this where they tell like a fake story. Fuck! I didn't realize you never saw Atonement. Oh, I mean, Beautiful. I I do want to see it, but I died. I don't think that would have like. I didn't realize it was that big of a thing. Planet so. of the Apes has a much bigger twist than this one. Oh, yeah. That's a good... That, I'm surprised Get Out's not there. Isn't that Psycho, a big twist? Chinatown, Friday the 13th, Empire Strikes Back, Usual Suspects, Seven. I never saw Seven. Yeah, Seven. Seven. Is that, the, seven. Is that like what's seven. in the box? What's yeah. In the box? Okay. In the box. Um, Scream. Yes. Yeah. I actually... There's it, a lot. It's harder for me to figure out scream killers than it was for me to figure out this the twist. others this was so obvious oh, yes the, the others, others is good. twist but so um, basically what we're saying is the village that i'm going okay saw yeah. okay, we're, the saw, prestige no saw and prestige yeah uh, those one i'll give but i think what we're saying orphan. is that this <laughs> orphan was pretty good <laughs> let's be realistic what bottom line what we're saying is that this was not a really big twisty movie in all honesty, it's very easy to figure out who the fuck Kaiser Sose was. I will, and we'll, I'll talk about you know when what? we get I to it. I just didn't care who Kaiser Sose was. I, 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 I thought I, there was at one point agreed, where I agreed. I was like, I just don't care. You know, the thing is, I, I figured out, I was like, it'll be so obvious if it's this person because we haven't gotten to spoiler territory yeah. yet, so I'm not going to say anything, but it was so obvious it's this person. And at that point, I was like, I don't give a fuck who Kaiser Sose is. Like, what are the, I don't even understand what the stakes are at the moment no at, at one point i was i was like wait oh wow i wasn't expecting that but then it, they took it back and i was like oh just kidding but we'll get that into that in just a second we're gonna take a break we'll be right back oh hi didn't hear you there this is amy and lexi and we're coming at you from confessions of retail all the tea if you're a retail employee like us, then you know that there are some crazy, off-the-wall things that happen in your line of work. 
Join us every Wednesday while we spill all this hot confessional tea on the line of work known as retail. Everything from our own experiences to listener-submitted stories. And let me tell you, there are some crazy things that happen that even we can hardly believe. I know, right? You can find us on any major podcast directory. You can join us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on Twitter. And if you have hot tea to spill, you can send it our way to confessionsofretailallthetea at gmail.com. We will see you in the confessional booth. And we're back talking usual suspects and how non-twisty the twists were. But Jimmy, please grace us into a spoiler warning. You are now entering the spoiler zone. Beautiful. Um, so I guess we can just start saying, did we like it? No. I did not care for this movie at all. I when we picked this movie, remember I like moaned and I was like, oh, yeah. I don't want to yeah. watch this again. Well, it's so high. It's like 30. It's number 39. So that's but why I, I did watch it. In a, because I can sometimes I'm watching a movie like the first time I saw it, like Chicago. I hated it the first <gasps> time I saw it. I love Chicago. And then I randomly watched it again. And I was like, this is a great movie. I changed my mind. This movie did not change my mind. I didn't hate it completely, but I didn't like I wasn't I don't get the hype for it. Like. I, I thought it was when they didn't try too hard to do what they were doing mm-hmm. and just let it happen. I was like, oh, like, I'm enjoying it at least. It's not great. But then they they tried so hard to make each character a, like, specific person that you, like, they're, they're, that, they're that niche person. Like, mm-hmm. each, and I'm like, you're trying way too hard. And yeah. I, I want to say maybe it's because it stars Kevin Spacey. I don't remember if I saw it the first time before or after the allegations all came out. But still, like, you know, sometimes I can say, like, I don't care for a movie, but I can see why it's so high. Like, it's, like, just a personal preference that I'm not a fan of the movie. Yeah. But this movie, I was just like, this honestly feels so average to me that yeah. I don't understand it, like, at all. Yeah. Ocean's Eleven, that has a little bit of a twist in it. Okay, Ocean's sorry. Eight. That was really random. was more of, I feel like, more of a twist. No. When you Anne Hathaway. Oh yeah, but yeah. The, you know what the thing is the problem with the Ocean's Eight with the Anne Hathaway thing is that like they still continued with it like there was still more story with her yeah. a part of the crew yeah. and I was like that's the part because it wasn't like Ocean's Eleven where it was like they got in the fight I was like oh wait it was yeah. a part of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> what I was gonna say though is I literally turned the movie on and I was like, okay, well, like well, I I read about the synopsis whatever and then I'm like looking I'm like that looks like Kevin Spacey. Like the way he's acting, Kaiser so sad. I was like, oh, it looks like the way his mannerism is. And I was like, oh, I think that's Kevin Spacey. And I was like, no, they wouldn't just like have you know this from like it's not the opening sequence. Like, like it, it was just kind of like it was so obvious that it was Kevin Spacey after a while. Like at first, like they did kind of almost get me with the Gabrielle Byrne, but I was like, no, it's definitely Kevin Spacey because I was just like, where's the big twist? I like that was my, the one thing that I was like, oh wait. I wasn't expecting that because I was like, oh, I think it's Kevin Spacey because it looked like him. And then like it's and then they're like the the detective telling that whole story, how this was um, not Brando. His name wasn't uh, Gabriel Byrne. And they're like, it was him. It was him. You see all these flash things and the whole story tells it kind of as him. So obvious. And then also and I was like, oh, wow, maybe it is him. I wasn't that I wasn't expecting. Then they're like, surprise. But do you know what it also was? It was giving him the limp, giving him the limp. I was just like. Oh, God, he's definitely Kaiser Sose. Because I was like, 
you're literally incapacitating a character that like at the end i'm like he's definitely i even like pictured the end like probably 20 minutes into the movie when i was like oh it's kevin spacey i was like i was like all this is fucking fake they're just like overcompensating me like you definitely can't be him because he's handicapped and i'm just like come on like he's the only one that survived and all this other stuff i'm like it's so obviously kevin spacey and because i knew i didn't read the synopsis or anything for this movie and because I knew he won the Oscar, mm-hmm. I was like, he's definitely fucking Kaiser Sose. See, like, I wasn't, I, I, um, I was like, if they would have maybe made it not so obvious to Kevin Spacey, like, it just looked like him the way he walked and all that and the way he acted, maybe I would have been like, oh, I would have gotten it. Because I was almost trying to tell myself it's not Kevin Spacey because I'm like, they wouldn't be that stupid to be that obvious and have Kevin Spacey. Well, same, that's what I was doing. Just be like, oh, it wouldn't be Kevin Spacey, just act your normal way because then you because I, I feel like Kevin Spacey acts a very particular way, like just the way he moves. So I'm like, you can't have someone do that and then be tra- telling them, oh, it's not going to be this person. I'm like, they wouldn't do that. I'm like, oh, they did. I just oh. thought it was so obvious. I mean, especially at the end story when they were like on the boat and stuff. Like you'd be like, I was in the car. Then I was by the dock. And I was just like, and then his limp. And because he has, he had what, he was supposed to have what, Parkinson's or something like that? I wasn't sure. Yeah, something, something in like his hand kind of. Yeah, something along those lines. Like he, he was, couldn't hold a gun. Yeah. Yeah, he was suffering from type of nerve thing. But I was like, they're overcompensating for this too much. It's so obvious it's him. And I was praying that it wasn't him because I was like, okay, like if it's not him, then, you know, kudos to them because yeah. then it's like definitely like did not see that coming. Yeah. But it went, then it was him. And I was like, wow that was so obvious like so, how did people not realize it was him is this whole movie fake then like none of that was true until the very end because the story he told is completely because yes. okay. all the people were made up that's what i'm saying so like dude does um did like did benicio del toro and kevin pollock even exist or were they just making that up or i that's what I'm saying. I get confused I, then. I think he did exist. I think okay. the group existed, but like the the journey they went on, like the people they met, like who was I forgot what his name was. They kept calling him Apple. No, the guy who like the guy on the bottom of the coffee cup. Yeah, he was Kobayashi. Fake, prob- Kobayashi was fake, and then there was also like no the when Redfoot. Know- yeah, him. Yeah. He was fake, or I think he was fake. Yeah. So then. Yeah, I, I, that's why I, I like got like confused. How do you feel about the twist, Jimmy? I, I mean, don't. I, I mean, I, I, I can't remember if I knew going into the movie the first time I saw it that it was Kevin Spacey, but I just remember being like, oh, like, okay. But you brought up a good point. Does does, does movies with someone who like is now like a terrible person, like, does that hurt? the movie experience for you or can you still appreciate there because i can i mean i can still appreciate it because like there are some like seven kevin spacey is unbelievable in because i was gonna say like the first season of house of cards yeah like house of like he's a great actor but i think just so does it so does when when i'm watching this movie and i'm like it's kevin spacey and he's an asshole and gross then yes it does so but when, when it's not envelops good. a character where i'm like i forget it's kevin spacey okay then i'm like i can i can 99 percent of the time overlook it can, i still like mara from aquaman even though it's amber Heard, and i know she's shit in a bed true true I, I i was just i was gonna ask and i was like <laughs> i totally forgot about amber Heard. i was like i was like ew she's shit in a bed i mean we'll see with the flash if we can have everyone get over that I mean, they're but that, re- that's also like I can still watch parts of the week being the wallflower or even though I'll never watch it again. 
uh, if we need to talk about Kevin. Yeah, I can still be like, whoa, Ezra Miller is amazing, even though he is like a creep. Yeah. So it's oh yeah. So unless unless their character's just bad and then it takes you out and then you start thinking about it, then usually you can. Because I was gonna say he's well, that's a, like Robert Downey Jr. Oh, because like he yeah. was in jail and that's didn't true. he also like shoot somebody? No, he he uh, fell asleep in some kid's bed. Yeah, because he was like high. Because I was going to say, I can appreciate American Beauty. Because I, when I remember I saw that movie after all the um, allegations, all the things that can, he can't... Was he found guilty on that, that? I don't think it ever went to trial. Okay, so I thought he was recently just in trial. Maybe recently. Oh, I don't know. Like that movie, I'm like, I can still appreciate it. But it's like sometimes, like, I just can't appreciate anything Amber Heard does. <laughs> but I'm also, I'm very biased. She also has, like, really bad movies. It's True. like only Aquaman because I really like the character of Mara. True. What but a waste then, of a character. But like, legit, yeah, I know. I was really <laughs> upset about it, though, honestly. But it's like, you know, there's a bunch of movies like that. Like, you have people that have done, like, we just watched that movie with um Kirk Douglas, and he, like, apparently raped Natalie Woods for hours upon hours really? when she was 16 Oh, years I didn't old. know that. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So it's like, it really depends, and that sounds really horrible to say, but yeah. it does. So continuing with acting, though, like, did you enjoy at least anyone's acting? Did you like, was it just, there was nothing for you? Like there was nothing to like enjoy. I like Benicio Del Toro. Okay. Um, I like the music. I like Kevin Pollack. I thought he was yeah, he fun. Was fine. I did, didn't care for any of the acting. Did you agree with me though, where it felt like they were trying to put each of them in like They were trying corner? too hard. Yeah. They That's were, what I'm saying. Like exactly is what I meant with Kevin Spacey's character. Oh, okay. They're trying so hard yeah. to put him into this. I'm. I'm stupid. Mm-hmm. Verbal, you're stupid. You're you're a handicap. You're blah blah blah. And I was like, you're like overdoing it. So yeah. it's like so obvious that he's like the mastermind. Yeah. And like uh what was it? Stephen Baldwin was just like very like He's like, Oh, I'm tough. Here's yeah. my guns. Fuck you, fuck you, let's go blow shit up. And it's like, oh, okay. Benicio Tatoro was just a blah, 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 blah. that pretty much. And then <laughs> let's go guys. Yeah. Sometimes like I literally have no idea what he's saying. But I was there, he's right. Like it, you didn't need to know what he was saying because his point was just to die. But yeah, he literally served no purpose. In yeah, that. I also didn't get what they were doing. Honestly, like I was just like, I got it, but then I was always like, why are they going further? The movie, the plot confused me because I'm like, why are we not getting into the main story until an hour in? Because I had to do that whole like jewelry heist thing in the garage, yeah, exactly. or maybe it was purposely done that way because he didn't have a real story to fill in. Maybe I, I'm cu- I'm curious because. And it makes sense this way. I don't know if you read this. He said like he they came up with the poster before the idea. Yeah, I saw that. And I'm like, are you just trying to fill in and make sure you have that scene? Because I feel like that's the most iconic scene on the lineup. And I, I, I've always seen that. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, are you just trying to fill in the rest just to make a movie? You know? So Yeah, but I mean, I guess it, it does fall in line with the fact that that stuff didn't actually happen. Mm-hmm. And Kevin Spacey's character was pulling that shit out of his ass, which I guess maybe attributes to why it was just such kind of a jumbled mess. Because mm-hmm. it was like someone, again, pulling stuff off out of their ass, like telling a story. Yeah. And I like Christopher McQuarrie. Like, I feel like he write, he does he writes all the Mission Impossible's recently, right? Well, he, Yeah, and directs them. And I'm like, that that's pretty. those are pretty good. Yeah, and it's just kind of like, okay. like, But I just like, it is really is like this movie. I was just kind of like, I don't get the hype. I feel like it really is a movie about nothing Mm -hmm. like what is the point of this movie i feel like we're we're running in that running into that question a lot with a lot of the movies we've been doing lately like what is the point you think a lot of these movies have been i i agree with you on this one but 
But I feel like lately, like the first thing we've been asking is what is the point? But eventually we are able to come to the, okay, this was the point. Like when we did Pats of Glory, okay. initially you and me were like, yeah, what the fuck is the point of this movie? See, but that's a good, I feel like. But we were able to come to him and we're like, that was the point. This one, I'm just like, I don't know what the point is. Exactly. I feel like it's a good movie if either you can figure it out by the time you end the movie or if talking about it, you're like, oh, actually, that makes sense. I, I feel like, I mean, so I feel like sometimes movies don't have to have a point. It can just be a movie. But I feel like with this one, there was supposed to be a point. And I'm and just, what, you're I'm just not it. getting it. That's what I mean. Like this movie, it's like they tried so hard that I felt like there's supposed to be something, but it literally was like, this is a movie that like ended up with nothing. Like now, Matt, you keep saying like licorice pizza, like there was no point. And I was yeah. like, I think that was the point of the movie. There was no point. It was, it was a uh, day in the life type movie. But this, you're like, I, there's a point there. But licorice pizza was definitely like, I was like, but I got it. <laughs> I yeah, like, it I, I get that there's not supposed to be a point to this movie. My whole thing also with that was because I thought to run a movie that long with a no point was a little much for me. But continue. But again, that comes with preference. Yeah. Like, this one no, is just yeah. like, I was like, there's no preference. It's just like, this movie was just straight up like, what the so fuck? What you, is the point? Do you think it was the script that there was just no, like, they saw the poster before the movie? Or do you think it's the directing where he just couldn't grab onto it? I think it's both. Both? I don't think Brian Singer's the strongest of directors. I don't think so. I, I, I mean, besides X Men, I don't like any. I don't like any of his other movies. He did First Class, right? And Days of Future no, Past. He, no, he, he did, did Days, um, of Days of Future Past, and he did the original. The original X, two X was it X two, one and two. Who one did and two. Who did uh, First Class? I think Matthew Vaughn. Matthew Vaughn. You know what sucks though is that he directed the best X Men ones. Mm-hmm. That's what that's uh, what I'm saying. First class is still, I, I think, is up there. But for like, me. Days, of, days Fu- of Future Past is amazing. I was gonna say Days of Future Past is my favorite X Men movie. So it's like I love that movie, but I'm like, and then it also has Simon Kinberg, who I hate him as a writer, really. So I'm like, well, what happened on that movie? Because I was like, who else was helping them on that? Movie? I was yeah. Sometimes like with that, <laughs> this is such a sidebar, but I'm just like, how did you make a masterpiece? Yeah, literally. <laughs> such as Days of Future Past. Like I was like, Days of Future Past is like honestly like almost the perfect tie-up for an entire franchise and it's so good and incorporates future and past yeah. movies and it's like how the fuck did you guys do this yeah. and then we get dark phoenix and apocalypse and, and apocalypse i know wait I, didn't he also do or was that brett ratner he didn't he also do the last dance? that was brett ratner that was brett ratner okay brett but ratner. i mean he also i think directed most of bohemian rhapsody but then kind of just disappeared but i don't like bohemian rhapsody that's the thing no, I, I that's like why bohemian I like, rhapsody i saw the only movie i, I get like brett it ratner was, and I, brian singer mixed up all the time i don't know why oh he also you don't need to know them <laughs> there's no importance <laughs> well i like the rush hours movie so brett ratner okay true, true. he also directed who did superman returns I, it, oh, Brian Singer. Brian Singer. I cool. actually haven't seen that movie, so I can't speak on it. Was, it's a great... I, I heard know, it's actually I, very I, good. I like that one. With Brandon Routh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kevin Spacey's in that. And yeah. he actually played he, a really he's good... He's a great Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor. It actually is a good... It's a pretty good movie, but the problem is, I think, honestly, Brandon Routh in the movie. Oh, really? Because they don't... I like Brandon Routh because I liked him as Ray Palmer, the mm-hmm. Adam and everything. But as Superman, I think they literally only chose him because he looked exactly like Christopher Reeves. He yeah. didn't have enough of an enigmatic, like a charismatic appearance for you to like be like. Yeah, that's which Superman. is why, which is why his film career kind of floundered. Mm-hmm. I he mean, in my good, opinion, he was a good Clark Kent, not Superman. Yeah, it was Superman. He, I don't even think he really spoke in, as Superman. He was mostly just him standing 
the entire time in that movie. And that was a long movie. How long is it? Almost three hours. Superman Returns almost three hours? It's a very long Whoa. movie. Well, because they're putting everything in and they're trying to fill in the blanks from Superman 2 onwards because they we do not acknowledge but the also, also, we got Parker Posey. Wait, but is this supposed... Yes. Is this Parker supposed Posey to be a continuation from the Christopher Reeve ones? Yeah. yeah. But not three and four. So. Yeah, it's Returns. Oh, I thought it was just... Oh, I thought it was like, you know, Superman, like, like, um, what's it called? Like homecoming. Like, oh, it's like a play on words. Oh, no, no, no. It's legit. Like they acknowledge the first two Superman movies. They don't acknowledge the next three. So it's a continuation from two onwards. Oh. So it's like, it it honestly is kind of like you have to see the first two. But the thing is, is like you, you can feel the magic not there. Yeah. For Superman Returns. Anything else you anyone like to talk about? Anything that po- poked your interest during the movie? Wow, we had nothing to talk about the usual stuff. <sighs> I mean, like I do. It's like oh, it's, oh, a very smooth Giancarlo Esposito. <laughs> okay, as he was very Carlin. young. He, okay. I was like, oh my god, it's it's baby Giancarlo and Esposito. Clark Gregg. He was like three seconds. Like Chibi he was, Carlo. he was, he was supposed to be um the guy from the Bronx Tale, the detective. The detective, but oh. he th- they were trying to get this movie seemed like he was trying to get the like Gabriel Byrne. They like shot it for thirty five days because he was only available then, and they shot. Oh, Gabriel Byrne was a much bigger person than Clark. Gregg. No, no, but they and then for <laughs> the guy from the Bronx, to what uh, what's uh, his actual name? I, I forgot what it was, but I want to say Joe Pesci, but no, I, it's not, it is not Joe Pesci. Not Joe Pesci. <laughs> no, you, that's like uh, you. It's not even like you said something that like, no one really knows. No, I it's know, like but Joe I Pesci. want to say Joe Pesci, but I know it's not Joe Pesci. They shot all of his scenes in a week, so it was like, and I, I it seemed like they were trying to like get people, and like everyone's like, I kind of want to do it. <laughs> but unless I'm, you, I'm busy. Oh, Chaz. Yes. Commentary. Yes. Oh, and apparently there was this whole extra thing. This movie felt very long, and yet they cut a whole sequence, like a whole plot of the boat itself. Like Gabriel Byrne was supposed to be detonating bombs and stuff like that, and they cut it, and then they had to reshoot the explosions in like Brian Singer's backyard because they the whole plot of the ship was he like getting rid up. of evidence in his backyard? He goes, yeah, let's come to my backyard. We'll blow some stuff up. <laughs> I don't understand the hype. I really, I really don't. I mean, it was fun at times, but for an hour and 46 minute movie, it did not feel such. It's, I feel like it's definitely like Snatch where it's like from, because it it is an older movie, it's like we've seen so much better done. That might be it. I feel like we're doing a lot of these back to back. So it's like, and that's why I was so excited for this movie. Like, oh, it's number 39. This was the week I was like, let's hope for a high number. And it's not an older movie. Not that we don't like older movies, but it's like watching the movies from the nineties and stuff. I, I get excited to watch them as well because I'm just like, oh, yeah, kind of like nostalgia. But like this one, I don't get the hype. So let's now finish the back half of the podcast. Let's start with let's start with the game. Win. Lose. <laughs> Kelly, if you want to go, go with the buzzer. I feel like you, I know you want to do it. Um, So the game, win, lose, drink. Uh, I'm going to give you three questions, uh, multiple choice answer. The first person to answer after I say go. Or buzz their buzzer, gets the point. Loser has to drink, but none of us. We have water and coffee, so any. And Kelly has nothing, so. Well, I just drink a bunch of soda. Uh, so true. <laughs> Number one, which actor's name was left off the promotional posters? A. Kevin Pollock. B. Benicio del Toro. Or C. Stephen Baldwin. Go. <laughs> Kelly. I'm gonna say Benicio del Toro. Correct. I was, and that's why I. I dropped it. <laughs> That's why I got confused with him because like he popped up later in the credits. I was like, are they like trying to like? He was so like unknown. That's why. Yeah, I guess. Oh yeah, because Snatch was after this, right? Oh yeah, because it was in nineteen. It was, it was after. It was after Fight Club. 
Um, number two. He died very early in Snatch, remember? I thought you were going to say Benicio Del Toro died. And I was like, what? He did not die. He died. Oh, yes. Wow. He picked all these movies and just would die in like the opening parts or like the beginning or towards the beginning. But he took advantage of the small screen time he had. He did. He did. Uh, Who was not offered the role of Redfoot? Not offered the role. A, Jeff Bridges. C, Christopher Walken. B, Christopher Walken. Or C, Samuel Jackson. Go. Jimmy. Samuel L. Jackson. Correct. I knew that one, damn it. Ah, it's tied, guys. This is the last one. Number three, the usual suspects comes from a famous line from what famous movie? A, Casablanca, B, A Star is Born, or C, Some Like It Hot. Go. Okay. <laughs> Casablanca. Correct. Kelly won. Congratulations, everyone. Jimmy, I didn't get you can chance. leave. Uh, okay, so let's finish it out. Let's do MVP, LVP, uh, least valuable player, most valuable player. We'll start with, let's do a twist. Let's do LVP first. He wants to say everything. <laughs> everything, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> the writing. The writing, okay. It's so bad because I want to say the screenplay, but it won the Oscar. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? The screenplay? Writing. The writing? Um, I agree with you, the writing, but I'll change it and do the directing because that wasn't also that great either. Uh, your MVP now. That's a hard one for you, Jim. Benicio Del Toro. I really liked him. Smooth Benicio Del Toro? Mm-hmm. Kelly? I guess the lineup scene. Line up did, scene? I thought the lineup scene was funny. Uh, I will go with. I liked Kevin Pollock in the movie. I don't. Uh, he stood out to me. Oh, also, the scene where he's walking, he starts to like walk again. Is that like have other movies recreated that, or has that probably been, because what movie there was? Okay, so that was like one of the first ones to do it. I don't know. I've seen so many movies where it's now. It's that's, like, oh, you thought I had a limp and used a cane. Fuck y'all. That, that's why I'm like, wait, was this one of the first ones to do it? And they, they were like taking homage to that. So that's why I meant to ask that today. Um. And then, oh, did I say MVP? I did, Kevin Pollock. Um, and finally, we are going to do... Are you ready? Mm-hmm. I will give this a seven. I'll give it a five. I'm going to give it a five. Wow, you went 5.7. And that is nowhere near the <laughs> 8.5. We can't believe you gave it a seven. I don't know. I was in between a six and a seven. When, it, when they did, weren't trying hard, like, I, I kind of enjoyed it, but, like, it was, like, no one can see me doing this. Very, very small amounts of it. So that's why I'm like, I would, I was probably going to give it a six to begin with. But then I was like, eh, I don't know. Um, I'll never watch this again. I don't know. I'll change it to a six. Does that make sense? Nope. Okay. You can't. It's already been locked up. Well, it everyone heard me. Doesn't so. matter. We, we're still far below. I know. <laughs> everyone heard me. Um, okay. So, Jimmy, do you remember the movie is next week? Yes, I do. Okay. Would you like to give your... your um, my, my, my sneak peek? Yeah. Is that what we are calling it? I don't know. Jimmy Sneak Peaks. Jimmy Sneaks in the peaks? No, that's weird. That sounds weird. So the first clue is it's black and white. Mm -hmm. The second clue is this is the second movie in the top 250 from this director that we've watched. Okay. And number three, Legs. I feel like the last one always is just like <laughs> random. I was like, I was like, whoa! He gave two normal ones. Where's the weird one? Because <laughs> milk, legs, limps. I, I feel like that's just one the, word. <laughs> yeah. But when you see the movie, you know what I'm talking about. Well, no, because I, I now I remember Jimmy said like we were in the car the other day. He's like, all right, like last week I already have the um, the the clues already. Um, and I was like, well, what are they? He said legs, and I was like, what? And then he explained to me. I was like, oh, actually, that I was makes like, sense. if you see the movie, there's I get a scene, it. I but get you it. did legs. Yeah. So. That is no- okay. that is number thirty nine. The usual suspects. 
Uh, another thing, but right before we go, it did not pass the Bechdel test. No, but I don't, I don't think there's a woman. I don't think there's a woman. The doctor, a doctor can be Susie Amos. Oh, there's two. There's Gabriel Burns girlfriend, oh, okay. I think girlfriend. Yeah, that's and the female doctor. Women can be doctors in this movie. But nothing. But they. But that's they it. really they can't, can't talk to each they other. They can't speak. And lawyers, doctor and lawyer. Yeah, high power jobs, but no words. No, and if they talk to each other, it's only about men. <laughs> um, okay, guys, we'll see you next week for all the legs. Uh, see you later. Bye. 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 Thanks so much for listening. You can hear us anywhere you listen to podcasts, and we want to hear what you think. So leave us a review. Give us some likes on social media at Pop Poor Review. Click around www.poporreview.com. Become a member of our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash review for exclusive content and drink recipes. And one last thing before you go, make sure to check out the Titan Media Collective and Titan Cast Network. Enjoy the rest of your movie Monday. That was a Titan Cast episode.